Welcome everyone back to our podcast where Aaron and I have some casual conversations. So today we were thinking about talking about social media um, because I think that's something that everyone can have a good conversation about because most of us these days use it, especially if you're a millennial or younger. And we're talking about social media and Aaron's just doing our pros and our cons of social media just so you can kind of get both sides of it. And so today I would say um, Aaron is more of a pro social media kind of person. And I do use social media a lot, but maybe I would have some more cons about it than pros. Maybe I'm not as um, excited about it, but I think he has a lot of things that he could probably say about Instagram considering he's pretty dedicated to it. So (laughs) social media in some ways had been good to me, but then like when I start thinking about 2020, like we were talking about earlier, uh, maybe not, maybe I'm losing some of the pros, but there are some still some pros uh, for me, (laughs) but uh, do you actually remember a time when there wasn't social media? Um, yes, I do. Oh, so see, Kelsey's a little bit old, a little bit old. Here. <laughs> um, I, I do not know. Do you know what year Facebook came out? I think that was, was that one of the first ones that came out? Um, I think before that was MySpace. So I don't My, think yeah. all, you were I in MySpace. I mean, I've heard of MySpace. I haven't used it, <laughs> but, um, I do remember like Instagram becoming kind of a new thing and I heard about it. And I was probably like 13 when I first got it. And of course, some people will be like, oh, it's kind of young to have an Instagram. But like, literally, none of us had any clue what it was at the time. So it wasn't like, exactly. there was, it was literally just photographers on there at that point. Um, maybe yes. a couple, maybe a couple famous people, but um, it was mainly photographers. I think it was in like 2000, I don't know, when would I have been 13? 2011 or something? 2012? Facebook came out in 2004, so that's what... Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, that's way before your social media time. Yes, definitely. Uh, But yes, Instagram, I remember um, Instagram coming out, and I was on Instagram, I think, in the first two months of Instagram, so... Super early, yeah. Yeah, Um, so it looks like Instagram was 2010. Okay. So, yeah, so you wouldn't have been... It was still... Yeah, it was still pretty new when I jumped on, too, but... I just I told my parents I remember I remember this very vividly it was like a Sunday afternoon and I was like I just got I think I still had an iPad um no no not an iPad sorry an iPod I think I had some wait did Those I even? iPod touch days no that was before I even got an iPod because the first one came from you so that was like I was using my parents phones it must have been so I was like on my mom's Android or something. <laughs> so they <laughs> could definitely like, keep track of it. Really, yeah. So she would let me use it for like taking pictures because I just I wanted to take pictures so badly, but I didn't have any way to do it. So I would do all my pictures on my parents' Androids, and um, so I remember telling them like I want to get this app on on your phone so I can like post my pictures, my photography, you know. So I still remember my first picture. I remember posting it. Like, I got Instagram because I took a specific picture. I was like, this picture of the leaves on my driveway is so good. I was like, I need, I need <laughs> to share this right now. <laughs> this year. Exactly. I'm like, I'm going to get famous from this leaf picture. No, I don't really <laughs> like that. But, but yeah, I just I feel like I remember that so vividly. I'm like, I don't know why that was so impactful to me, but apparently it was. <laughs> yes. So that's hilarious. So we both kind of came to this uh, 
through <laughs> because we had a picture that we wanted to share. This picture needs to be shared. And uh, yeah. as uh, Kelsey was going back to my Instagram back when I first started Instagram. And so there's some pictures that probably didn't need to be shared. And I don't mean they're inappropriate. They were just ridiculous. They were kind uh, of weird. <laughs> but, but that's what everybody was doing back then, I think. Yep. We were just so yep. excited to be able to take a picture on a cell phone uh, and post it somewhere. And people had to hit like, it's like, oh, man, this is this is great. So, yeah. <laughs> but I think wow. the, the desire to share is what makes Instagram, Facebook, any social media like the that's I guess it's our draw to it because like before you could have all these things and yeah you may share it with a friend or like text it to somebody but to be able to share it with a large audience is like whoa uh this is pretty amazing now mm-hmm. the things that we share can probably be come cons real quick but I think that one of the pros would be that you can just share I mean life news um mm-hmm. just to be able to share I mean even outside of just life news the things that we enjoy and I know that sometimes we get out of hand and sometimes we get silly <laughs> but I would say after 2020 and seeing all the political things posted, everybody's opinions and um, things, I kind of wish for the day people were just like, hey, I had a hamburger on the grill and that was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> so what would you say is one of your pros? Um, I would kind of go along with, I mean, that's the whole point of it, it's just like share and stay connected. But staying connected is just so awesome, especially like if you think about what they had to do back in the day like if your kid goes to study abroad you have to like email them or send them actual letters and it's just it's hard to stay connected but it's so nice because i feel like i have family that's like all over um we have family across the globe i have family in california down in georgia um and just like all these different places and it's super nice because when you're not together you still feel like you are because you get to see your cousins um, playing around and you get to see like pictures of your family and what they're up to. And then just being able to message each other about it and comment on it and just kind of like support each other and love on each other is super nice. Um, I think if I ended up like totally hating social media, if it got worse, I would probably just unfollow everyone who wasn't like my family and just do like what my grandma does. Like she's exactly. got it just so that she could keep up with family. So she literally only follows like her family. And I was like, that's the most important thing to me. So if I didn't have anything else, like I love being able to like see pictures of my family and just stay connected and stuff like that. So that's definitely my biggest pro I would say. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I was actually um, reading Eric Little's, um, the missionary Eric Little's uh, biography. And they were talking about when his parents left to go back to China for 12 years, I think it was, all the only correspondence they had was two letters a week. And the letters would come like, of course, way late because they mm-hmm. never, and so I'm like, I couldn't even imagine the day, like you said, where <laughs> sometimes I can get around with my cousins or even my brother and stuff. And we all kind of know what's going on because we've seen each other on social media, but like mm-hmm. to, for two weeks, I mean, I mean, for 12 years, Two letters a week is the only time I got to talk to Adrian or Anton or even my mom. Like, it seemed like I was like, that'd be tough. Like, yeah, <laughs> I can't even wrap my mind around that. <laughs> yes, yeah, and, that's crazy to think about. And I would say, with me, the same thing with connecting. And um, I'm not trying to get preachy here, but for me, one of the things, especially my Instagram account, has given me a chance to not just connect with um family but to connect with people that i've never met and the fact that Mm -hmm. um it gives the guy i can give the gospel a different voice and i think that it's a um a great opportunity i know for me personally i've had the opportunity to meet and have conversations with people that i never would have had conversations with outside of social media and it's like just because photography we're maybe photographers that enjoy 
um, the same thing or whatever. If somebody's asking me or something, I've had people come, even come to church uh, here at Trinity and come to church and get saved because we met on Instagram and they decided to come to church. And so like, uh, I guess for me, the connecting to not just family, but one of the pros for me has been able to see um, social media actually give me an outlet to share the gospel. And I know we've talked about this before, um, but as a pastor, sometimes if you're not, um, if you're not deliberate or intentional about trying to get out of the bubble, you can sit in the bubble the whole time and really never come in contact with someone who doesn't know Jesus. And uh, for me, that's one of my pros is social media um, allows me to meet up with people and be out there. I mean, I know I do things differently than other people um, necessarily. Like I'm not always, I don't really share a lot of my kids to let my wife do that. And then I just share hers. <laughs> but, but I know for me, one of the things has been the, the opportunity to share the gospel to people and have people actually come and get saved or come and um, look for a church um, for somebody. There's a lady that sent me a, a message a little while ago and asked me, she had a sister that was struggling and she needed a church. And she told me this area and she was like, I just thought, I know you'd know where I could get her, where, where a church would be. And so I was able to go talk to some people, find her church and say, Hey, send her here. And so like those kind of things that just being out there. So I can yeah. be a pro social media kind of guy for those reasons. Oh yeah. That's such a great reason too. And I think with the pandemic going on this year, um, that became even more prevalent, like the way that we can all communicate and stay connected and keep spreading the gospel. Um, and I think someone was telling me the other day that during the COVID pandemic, that the gospel was on the internet more than it's ever been, you know, because everyone's recording their messages and the churches are just really growing their social media platforms and stuff and like really putting it out there. So I feel like that has been a big pro as far as 2020 and social media, um, just that there's like more of the gospel out there now because of that. Agreed. All right, and the so, churches aren't in their little bubbles, like you were saying. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So a random question here as we're continuing this conversation, if the church with you, uh, you're 21, right? Yeah. So yes, 21 year old <laughs> Kelsey, how would if the church was going to try to reach you on social media and connect with you, where would they connect to you at? Um, what what like which platform? Yeah, would you prefer they connected to you? Probably Instagram. Um, I feel like that's the biggest one right now. I mean, Facebook, I feel like Facebook is a little more professional, maybe like more more like companies or churches have a facebook page but not as many have an instagram but i'm not on there as much and i don't know i feel like facebook is has more like advertisements and stuff like that going on than instagram does but i mean i feel like i use instagram the most like out of all of them um i haven't been on twitter for a month or more and that's been kind of good for me <laughs> I, need, <laughs> I needed a break from twitter but um i have enjoyed it in the past but I mean, I would say Facebook or Instagram, but I'm probably on Instagram more. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's but not. I feel like it would seem a little strange for me to have like, like me to like find a church or like find a ministry through Instagram because I'm like I think of that more as like a Facebook thing, you know, like that you look up your church, a church's Facebook page. Facebook page. Yeah. But I feel like as far as like catching my attention or like really like making me interested. Like if they had an Instagram page and then like maybe stories on Sunday of, you know, like this is what our church is like, you know, come, come to the welcome center, you know, just like stuff like that. I just be like, oh man, they're like on top of things. Yeah. But no, like, that's awesome. 
but I mean, also, I, I mean, just coming from like me being a little more conservative with like a church than like maybe a lot of Christians. I also like, <laughs> this is kind of bad, but like, I maybe associate like having a huge social media presence with only the churches that are like, you know, super progressive. And yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's just, <laughs> like from my personal experience, you know, I'm like, oh, if a church has like a Instagram page, they're like giving you your you know, organic coffee and whatever when you walk in and, you know, <laughs> they just have like, it's all like praise and worship and not really any like, you know, hard gospel or, you know, like <laughs> it's, and that's probably like bad of you to say, but like, that's kind of the stereotype that I would like associate that with, you know, yes like they're all just kind of like a fluffy church or like a health and wealth gospel kind of place. And they just, they just want to get all the young people in and they like, you know, get out on Instagram and reach out to you and, you know, they're probably called like, you know, the rock or the river or elevation <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> the tree, the branch, the vine, you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Rainy but I mean, vine. but I'm not saying that like that's a bad way for a church to reach out. I'm just saying that's like kind of the current stereotype that I would think of. Yes. Um, Being from more of a conservative church, we probably think that. Right. So I'm stopping the um, create account right now for Trinity Baptist. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, but i mean but i think that would be a great way um and i think i think more churches should do it um like it's it's kind of hard to find the balance of like not just jumping in and being like everyone else in the world and like kind of standing apart but i think you can totally like stand apart and be different and be like a light in the world and still reach out to people in the modern way which is social media or the internet in general you know like having a nice church website <laughs> really makes a difference you know oh yes like if it hasn't been updated like that's legitimately like anyone my age or younger or older probably by like 10 years like 30 and down for sure like if they go to a new church before visiting they're probably going to look at their website you know um, yeah. like anytime i've gone to a new church before i always look at their website because i'm like what time are they holding church like you know what is it kind of like what's their schedules like and i've had times where they have a time down for a service and we go to the service and it's not happening at that time because they didn't update anything and they're like on a totally different summer schedule thing and you know like just not getting the right information through the internet has caused some problems before like when you're traveling and trying to like visit a new church so yeah no i can agree with that uh, that's my super long answer to your question <laughs> instagram <laughs> but no but i think yeah. that's interesting because i know that uh, of course i'm not in your 10-year window there at 37 um, what I I do look at the church website still, but I also do look for their social media because I want to yeah. see real people. <laughs> and you're kind of more like tech savvy, and you like technology more than the average person your age, though, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I I'd like to believe that. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe. And who so, knows? but if we start looking at it, I want to go to their Facebook page, and I want to see the um the picture of their picnic their church picnic i want to see who goes to the church <laughs> like for me i'm like is this church diverse i want to see different things so i do look for their social media to see what this church is actually uh About. what this church is actually like and not just because you know how anybody can put up a nice well not anybody i guess that would be a stretch but a lot of people can put up a nice website and then you mm -hmm. get to the church and you're like whoa they oversold this <laughs> right yeah you can kind of play it up and like with your words but like, when you get to social media and you yeah. see so-and-so's little phone snaps you can kind of get an idea of like oh okay <laughs> this is the kind of people that they are or this is the kind of yeah. thing they enjoy and so yeah so i guess that'd be a pro too because um for us 
I think I call it the window when we talk about the staff meetings. Like we have social media is the window to be able to see into the church. Like people mm-hmm. drive by all the time and they don't know what's going on, who these Trinity people are. That's true. That's but true. it's the window they can look inside and see like, oh, okay, they're regular people. They have kids. Their kids are what's going on. Their youth group looks like it's fun. So yeah, yeah. Those are known those those pros uh, for the social media. But I, I thought it was interesting because I've been asking people your age, how would the church connect to them? And Instagram is right now the leading answer. Yeah. Our church isn't on Instagram. So after sure. I get all this wisdom, I'm not doing anything with it. So to come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think there's definitely a balance in there somewhere. Um, you don't want to maybe like I mean, not like over advertising yourself, but just like being so hyper focused on putting on a good like, hey, like we're all just about like how we look and you know, so oh, like yeah. that. But like I think if you had like um like real genuine like pictures, videos, information about like everything that you do, I think people would totally be like more interested to just check it out, you know. So yeah. they mm-hmm. just a lot of people just don't know and so they're kinda of afraid of the unknown, so they don't wanna like you know, go into that realm, but, um, right. Yeah. Do you think that, um, um, I'm trying to think of how to word this. Do you think of, as you think of social media, uh, I can't think of how to word this. Um, do you believe the, the way we can communicate and I know this can end in a con, so I don't want to get into a con, but do you think <laughs> being able to connect to people as far as like articles, sharing opinions do you think do you find that can be a pro if that makes sense what i'm saying um i'm not sure i get what you're saying so you're saying like so you know how like in 2020 we've had a lot of disconnects a lot of people disagreeing would you consider the the ability to share opinions oh like share information yeah yeah. do you consider that a pro in the fundamental i mean fundamental (laughs) in the um social media thought process if that um that's a that's a good question um because i feel like depending on the circumstance i could go either way and that's what um, I was thinking. No. yeah <laughs> depends on what that information is i guess <laughs> but i think everyone definitely should like if they want to share their opinions they should be able to um but i have kind of refrained from sharing things generally like i have a few times and like sometimes i regret it or um like, I'm just, maybe I'm not, like, 100% sure what I'm sharing. Because I think a lot of people share without truly understanding what it is. Right, um, exactly. Like, I, when I say a lot, I mean, like, a lot. Like, uh, <laughs> most people don't take the time to, I like, don't want to put a number on it, but 98%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like um, if, like, okay, from my experience, I've shared things and I've not really been able to, like, if I'm asked a question about it, I'm not really able to fully back it up. Or to like say like, oh, I've done the research and I can tell you all about why I shared this and why I think people should know. You know what I mean? Right. A lot of people don't do that. So I feel like if I were to share something, I would want to be able to genuinely back it up and do all the research. And obviously we make mistakes. You're not going to know everything about there may be some exception that you're like, oh, I didn't know that this was this case. Um, And like people will usually correct you. But like, I think if you do share something, you should be able to back it up and I think they're the biggest pro for me about people sharing information is there are a lot of people on social media that are um, for pro-life and there are a lot of people that are battling um, against abortion and um, that are just you know fighting for pro-life fighting for unborn babies and so that for me is the most encouraging thing that I see shared on um, social media is a lot of people sharing things 
um, just about abortion and about things like that, about how unborn babies are life. And I have a lot of friends that share a lot of stuff about that. And I follow like some people and organizations that fight for that. And for me, that's a great way. And that's a huge pro that people can share on the internet because people's minds really are changed on that topic. And I don't want to get into that whole topic, but that's just one area that I see like a positive impact. Um, Because there are a lot of people that advocate on social media. So I think it's great that we get to hear the other side and we get to see people who are pro-life that are um, just sharing information and um, opinions and stuff like that. But I think there's... Definitely a lot of things that shouldn't be shared unless you feel like you have all of the research and the knowledge to back it up. If asked any questions about it, you know, that it is truth. (laughs) I remember someone shared something on their story and I would say like 90% of the time these days, I just skip through everything. You know, I usually don't respond to anything. I just kind of like take it in, soak it in, you know, think about it, consider it, but I usually don't say anything, especially if I would disagree with it. But, um, I remember there was one thing that was just kind of interesting. So I just responded to it and I was like, hey, like, what does this word mean? I haven't heard this term before. Like, what is that supposed to mean? I'm kind of confused. And the person who shared it was like, honestly, I don't really know. Like, I was kind of <laughs> confused too. And I was like, oh, okay. So like, why are you saying that you're like, you support it, but you don't know what it is, you know? Like, I was like, eh, I don't know. Like, maybe you should just like, I'm not bashing them at all, but maybe you should do a little bit of research. Why don't you Google that first? But yeah, especially through 2020, I've backed up and I'm like, I need to only share like personal things, you know, (laughs) things that are just like, oh, like, you know, I'm playing the piano today or (laughs) it's a nice day in Florida and (laughs) just kind of stick it with that. Exactly. Um, I have, I have shared some pro-life things before, but I feel like that's a super important thing to me as a Christian. Um, And that's genuine, generally not super um, controversial in Christian circles. Right. So. I felt, I felt like I would be afraid to answer any questions about it. So that's my, again, super long answer to your question. But I feel like there are definitely a lot of great things in being able to share information over social media. Yeah, and I would say it introduces me. Uh, it introduces me to new voices. So mm-hmm. there have been times where you shared something or somebody else shared something. And it's like, I've never even heard of this person before. Or I've never read this mm-hmm. uh, periodical before. And then I'm like, listen to it. And I, I mean, read it. And then I'm like, oh man, or listen to a podcast or whatever. I'm like, oh man, I would have never had, if it wasn't for social media, I would never come in contact with these people or have these people brought into my orbit, so to speak. And so mm-hmm. those are um, even like the last two books I've read were because um, a guy I trust, a pastor I trust, just said, hey, I finished this book. And I think it was a worthwhile reading is $2 on Kindle. And so I'm like, oh man, two bucks, let's do it. And it was an amazing book. And so, mm-hmm. like, those are the kind of things that I feel like, like you said, it can be. There are some people who can use it and make it the most controversial, divisive thing ever. And there are people <laughs> who can use it and make it, like, to be most helpful, encouraging, whether I agree with them or not. And just like, oh, all of a sudden, here's a perspective I hadn't seen done right. I feel like a, yeah. a big pro because um, it introduces me to new new voices, new perspectives. Or even, like you said, it makes me study some things out and be like, ah. No, I don't think I stand there, <laughs> stand there with people <laughs> or whatnot. So I think there's yeah. value to it. It's definitely been a huge year for media in general. Um, there is social media, but there's also like just media in general, like news and stuff. And I'm pretty sure like every news site has a social media. So even if you don't watch the actual TV news, yeah. you're going to see news from all these different sites. 
I'm pretty sure all the major ones would have an Instagram and they're sharing their articles and all the stuff. So that all gets shared around. Um, I feel like people have become their own media in a way. Yeah. Um, a lot of the newer generation doesn't necessarily really watch down, like watch down, sit down and watch the news. Um, I know my parents have, but you know, I'm not really gonna, I'm going to go to YouTube or I'm going to go to social media for my news. And I think that a lot of people are just kind of becoming their own news, which is very interesting, but I kind of like it where I'm just getting maybe like someone's opinion or perspective on this. And then I have like four or five people that all give their perspectives on something that happens. And so you kind of get a different bunch of different things instead of maybe just watching like one channel every single night or something. Right. But, um, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind how that's kind of happened in 2020. Uh, it's also a lot of negativity that could kind of start flowing into your life. That's kind of more of a con. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we shall I, do, get I do like the flow of information. It, it can be a good thing as long as you take it in moderation. So Yeah, I exactly. Know. I think that's the same time we let it control. <laughs> I yes, balance is the key to life. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And so I guess... Um, one random question before we close this conversation out. Um, what would you say? Do you think you kind of have a thought process of what you share and why you use social media? Like, do you have, like, do you put things through some kind of filter before you decide to share? I know you said you kind of backed up and started only sharing personal things, but do you have, um, like a thought process through? I mean, maybe you don't, I don't know, but like, what? Well, I don't have any, um, systematic organized plan. <laughs> um, that wouldn't be a bad idea to like write down uh, this is the stuff I'm going to share and why. And if it doesn't really pass this test, then I won't. Um, I would say one of them that I already mentioned for sure is can I like fully support this or back this up if I'm going to share information? Am I actually researched? Am I knowledgeable? Would I be able to answer questions about it? Uh, especially if you get questions about it from maybe unbelievers or people that are just very different from you. I think it'd be great to be able to back that up. Um, I definitely put it under the filter of um, the Philippians passage. Is it true? Is it good? Is it lovely? Is it just? Um, I think a lot of people need to use more discretion in sharing on social media. So I think if you're iffy about it, just don't share it. You yeah. know, I think you should use that principle in your whole life. Like, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. <laughs> Um, not that you can't share negative things, but just use discretion like you would in any other area of life. Right, same thing uh, you do. You're going to say it out loud. <laughs> Hopefully yeah, it exactly. before it comes out loud. <laughs> just because just because it's over social media doesn't mean that it's not going to impact people the same way. Uh, but if I, if I wouldn't say something to any of my people following me to their faces, maybe I shouldn't say it to them subtly, like, I know there used to be a term like a subtweet or whatever it was Yeah, where you call someone out without actually calling them out. And I'm just thinking that like, I would never do that in person. Why would I do that on social media? And so I think if you wouldn't do it or say it to someone in person, don't share it on social media. Um, if it's not true and if you can't like prove that it's true, probably don't share it. You know, a lot of people share like sketchy stuff and just, just don't do that. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not, that's not helping anyone if you can't really back up what you're sharing. But uh, yeah, just things like that. Um, I'm trying to think. My other biggest thing is, I think I mentioned this before when we were talking about high school and how it's hard to see people doing stuff without you if you feel like particularly excluded. Um, just be thinking about others, you know? How, how would, if you have someone particular in mind or just uh, people in general that you know, like there are some people that um, might be, uh, 
like offended or just like disappointed of something. Yeah, I kind of have to keep everyone in mind who I know follows me. Um, I know it's easy maybe to forget that people follow you and not that I would like try to post something that like hurts someone, but just really like kind of keep others in consideration. I know it's your social media and everyone kind of treats it like this is all about me, you know? And I think we can really get like a selfish mentality oh, yeah. when it comes to it. Um, especially, especially if you're trying to like brag about your life. And I know a lot of people would not put that word with it. They would share a story and they're thinking, I'm not bragging about my life, but you know, like check your heart motive, check <laughs> why you're sharing it. Are you sharing this picture just cause you know, so-and-so wanted to do this and they couldn't and you are, or like you got this like brand new whatever and you want to show it off because you're like oh, this feels good this makes me feel good about myself you know i'm really i'm really killing the game with this outfit or with this <laughs> and there's nothing there's totally nothing wrong with posting but the motives yeah. but yeah but yeah just check where your heart is it's super easy just to totally forget your morals when you're sharing on social media um people just really disassociate social media with their real lives and i think the better it reflects your real life and who you are as a Christian, the better your social media is going to be. Uh, you don't want to be two different people. Yeah, so I can agree with that. I can agree with that. And I think I'm right on that same thing. Like when you start talking through this morning, I was listening through Philippians in my Dwell Bible app or whatever. And like, so then you're talking about all these filters. And it's like, oh man, the, the book of Philippians just needs to be a filter. The Philippians filter <laughs> for uh, <laughs> so what sort of things are uh, lovely, what sort of the verse you quoted there. And then um, when you're um, talking about Philippians 4, look not, um, no, Philippians 2, look not every mm -hmm. man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others, thinking about others. Yeah. Like, we just need yeah. a Philippians f social media filter. So that's what we're going to yeah. filter it with. Uh, you, should, you should design a, <laughs> an actual filter on Instagram. <laughs> exactly. Call it the Philippians filter. <laughs> yep. Take a picture, add that filter on it. <laughs> it goes through all the filters and tells you what's wrong. No, you shouldn't. You get, you get a pop-up notification. Yeah. <laughs> this is not acceptable. Exactly. Exactly. And I know for me, the same, probably the same um, things would apply. And I know for me, I think, and maybe it's personality-wise, honestly, I just, Lord willing, want to be an encouragement. So, like, literally every time I, like, post something, I'm like, is this going to be encouraging? Like, is this going to be encouraging? If not, then I'm like, ah, it's not. And I don't think everybody needs to use their social media the same way I do, because I do believe there's some people that um they say hard things and they do hard things on their social media. And uh, you know what? It works for them. But just not yeah. who I am. Not everyone can only share the happy things of life. But yeah, yeah I see. What you mean. Exactly. And so, no, okay. but I feel like it's been a good discussion. You want to add anything to it before we close out the uh, conversation? Um, Just talking about your Instagram I remember you going through this whole process of you wanted to share your photography with Bible verses, right? Yes. You were kind of, you're like, I know I've kind of just been like doing captions and you're like, I remember you going through the whole like stages of conviction and you kind of changed how you're doing it. And you said you're just going to do Bible verses and just make it, um, make it like Christian encouragement. And even if you're not a Christian, if you see like the verse, you look it up, you know, it's just. Um, I, I kind of remember you like deciding whether you're going to like take the plunge into just, yeah. I, can't, I can't even remember what you're doing before that, to be honest. It's been so long. I think I just put I random sayings or just like something okay. with. You just had like kind of captions. Maybe it was from Bibleverse. You didn't like put the reference or anything, but yeah. just kind of like, whatever oh, like look up or, you know, yeah. keep, keep uh, whatever, you know, just yeah. like little things. But uh, he, he went through this. If you haven't seen his Instagram, he went through a process of just kind of making it every caption is a Bible verse. 
And you may think that gets kind of repetitive, but it really doesn't. Um, if you if you see the picture, you read the verse, it really is a little bit of an encouragement and it's just like a nice thing to have. And I remember you were worried if people would like that or not, or if they'd really be interested in it. Yeah. And you, you had positive responses. And I remember uh, you being so excited about your Instagram actually growing and people really appreciating and being encouraged by the verses. And so don't be afraid to change your social media. A lot of people just don't want to change. Uh, but if you look at yours and you're thinking not everything's encouraging, not everything is truthful, um, maybe you just feel like it's very fake, don't be afraid to just start clean. Um, don't be afraid to change it. Don't be afraid to make it uh, Christian and a real representation of you, um, a way to spread the gospel. Um, yeah. So my encouragement as a closing thought from me is don't be afraid to do what Aaron did with his and um, just proclaim the gospel and just give people some love. So. Yeah, no, yeah. thank you. Yes, I did. There was a big struggle there. And I would think uh, <laughs> that it's sad. It's funny looking back at it now because I'm like, I don't understand why I struggled so much. But but that's because <laughs> the Lord has blessed it. <laughs> but I mean, like before it was like, oh, I don't know how I could ever do this. Uh, and it did. And so I would say, um, yeah, if you don't have intentionality about your social media, I believe that. And I believe we just both discussed uh, it can be a pro. I mean, we'll get to the cons. <laughs> that, ep <laughs> that episode's coming. But uh, yep. we can get to the cons. But I believe all in all, like you said, finding a church, um, connecting with family. There's a lot of good pros here as long as we don't uh, overtake us. So I think that's a good way for us to end this conversation and then jump on it next time, I think, with the cons. And then uh, we'll try to keep it positive, but it will still have to <laughs> go ahead and look at the realities of what 2020 showed yeah. us about social media. <laughs> but, yeah, so, hey, uh, if you listen to this and you do want to reach out to us, reach out to us and let us know what you think about social media, your pros. But then also, uh, I'll throw the, the uh, question out there. If your church is trying to reach you, what social media platform should they try to reach you and why let us know that because i'm interested in this to really figure this out uh, how the church can, can help connect to people but other than that uh we will sign this off and we will see you next time for another episode of casual conversations